Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today, as always, is a Wednesday, but it's October the 26th, 2022, and this is episode, I believe, 117. Today, I want to talk a little bit about being uncomfortable and how you can use that discomfort to move you towards a life and career that you want, towards your dreams, towards your goals, towards doing things that you want to do, to achieving more things in life that you want to achieve. And if you're watching the video, yes, I talk with my hands. It's a thing I do. I don't know why. I just over-exaggerate when I'm talking and I use my hands a lot. So it's okay. If you're only catching the audio podcast, you should at least go check it out. I don't know why I do this, but I do. Every time I talk, it's it's my thing. The quote of the day that I have for you today is not likely a quote that you will have found or heard anywhere else because it comes from me. And so you probably haven't ever heard it. But it came from a post that I did on Facebook the other day. And here's what I said. Consistent intentional action towards a definite goal will create progress and allow you to achieve a life and career that you love. And there's a couple of keys in there. The first one being a definite goal. I think so often we fall short of the consistent and intentional action because we don't have a definite goal in mind. When you find yourself procrastinating or you find yourself kind of listless and don't know where to go or what to do next or what to focus on, it's because we don't have a definite goal in mind. And in, uh, in, there's a book where he talks about having a definite goal. I, I can't remember the name of the book. It's a really, really powerful one. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's one of my favorite books. But always, always, when I'm trying to think of a thing in the moment, it goes, escapes my brain. It leaves. It's like, I don't know why. I can't think of it. As soon as I get done with this recording, the thought will come to me. But right now I can't think of the book. But a definite goal. You have to have a definite goal in mind in order to know what actions to take. And that will help you to kick the procrastination. That will help you to stay on track with getting the things done that you need to do. Before we get into all of our little segments that we go through every week and the main topic, I want to shout out to everybody who has supported me over on the uh, the Fountain.fm app. That is a podcasting 2.0 app where you can do value for value. If you like the show and you get value from it, and if you're into cryptocurrency, on a podcasting 2.0 app, you can stream Satoshis, which are little minuscule pieces of Bitcoin, to the podcast creators to exchange a little bit of value. It's like a few cents here and there. And over the last 30 days, I've been supported by JCR Madden, Grounded Souls, and I know both of them. I've met both of them. They're they're really great people. Also by Lacey WC, Hunter SF770, Nick C, and Randy. And I'm not sure who those four people are. I could probably figure it out, but I those are just the usernames that I have to go by. So whoever you are, thank you so much for supporting me. Um, 
I, I would say, you know, most people would say, if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't do this. But I did this long before I met you guys. But it helps knowing some of the listeners. So really appreciate y'all. And I, I've loved having met those of you that I have met. It's awesome. Super cool. The product of the day that I want to bring to you is a, uh, it's a group that I'm a part of. And it is called... Uh, crypto labs. Basically, it is a passive income membership. He, this guy that started crypto labs has, he dives deep into all of the different projects that are out there and he, he uh, divides them up by high risk, medium risk, and low risk. And there's some that you can make really good returns on and He'll review the projects, talk about how to get into them, talk about his uh, kind of his game plan to how he approaches each and every project and how long he intends to stay in it to return on investment, to get his money back out of it. Because some of these projects, you know, you can put your money in it and it grows and it compounds and then you can pull the whole chunk out of it. There's others that your initial investment is lost. It's like has to stay locked up in that program. You never get that back. You only get, you know, the the gains back out of it. So they might be 30, 60, 90 day plays within those apps. Some of them are very high risk. I've lost in a couple of those. But right now I believe I am I'm making around 125 a month passively. I mean, I, I don't have to do anything. I just go check on it, maybe do a couple little things in there, but I don't have to work for that money. Um, it that money that I'm making is more than paying for the membership. So it's it's really cool. Um, if you want to know more about it, I can send you a referral. I I know that there's a way to. Uh, to refer you to it. I don't know that I can set up a link, but I've been following this guy. I've been chatting with him for quite some time. And if you want to join it, I'll send you the link where you can join it. You just let him know that I sent you there and I get a little bit of a kickback, but not a whole lot. I think I get one month free membership. So that that's pretty cool. I, I like free things. Um, what I've been doing lately to make life fun again. Last week, we had two events. And one was our annual Salt Lake Bend Chili Fest. We invite all the neighbors over and we just sit around a fire, eat a big bowl of chili and have a bunch of hot chocolate and cider and whatever side dishes of food that the neighbors bring. It's a lot of fun. They're mostly old people. They typically go home pretty early. So that's kind of a good thing because then I get to go to bed at my normal time. I don't have to stay up entertaining people till 10 o'clock at night. I, I kind of enjoy that. Sometimes I like to stay up late, but most times I like to go to bed early. So when it's a lot of old people, they go to bed early too. So they leave early and then I can clean up and go to bed early. But it was a lot of fun. I met a couple of new people that hadn't been here before and we had a really good time. Had a lot of good conversations, got to know people a little bit better. got to know the new people and it was, it was really good. I really I, I enjoyed it. Um, that was Friday night. Saturday, we butchered our first hog. Okay? And now, I've helped when I was a kid. I've helped butcher hogs when I was six, seven, eight years old. We, we butchered or we um, dispatched the hog, did the scalding, scraping, all of that stuff. 
I don't remember a whole lot about it because I was young and it was cold. And so I was there for a little bit of it, but not for the whole part of it. So it's been a while since I've helped with that. But we decided my dad's birthday was his 60th birthday was back in June. And I've been wanting to do a hog roast to celebrate his birthday. And it was just now cool enough to actually do all of the things. I didn't want to do that in the middle of summer. So we waited till October, the end of October, pretty well, and dispatched the hog at about 3.30. And by 5 o'clock, we had already uh, scalded, scraped, and gutted this thing and had him on the grill. It was, for never having done that before, you know, obviously we didn't part it out, but these are Mangalitza hogs and the scraping was quite intense because they are super hairy pigs. So it was interesting. A lot of fun though. We, we had a good time. You know, we, as the night progressed, we would add coals or a stick of wood or something to kind of maintain the temperature on the grill. We, from everything I was reading, he needed to, uh, cook or bake or grill or roast or whatever you want to call it at about 225 to 275 um, as far as the temperature goes. And I read quite a few different things. So we try to maintain that 225 to 275 temperature range. And we kept him there for about six hours. And then at that point, he was pretty much up to temperature as far as what we needed to um as far as what the meat needs to be to be considered cooked. And so at that point, we threw another log on and then let it go for the rest of the night. Didn't even monitor it. The next morning, the grill was completely cold, but the inside of the pig was still super hot. So we pulled him off the grill at about 7 or 7.30 and started picking the pig. And that took another solid hour, hour and a half. But let me tell you something. That was some of the best pulled pork I have had in my entire life. So, so good. Like, unbelievably good. I just, like, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. It was that good. So good. Mm, I want to go back and do it again already. (laughs) Kind of had a funny experience uh, Saturday night while we were cooking this pig though we had saved the uh the balls of the pig and i had i had never had rocky mountain oysters before i think maybe dad has tried it before but there we had a couple other friends that came over and hung out with us for part of the night saturday night and we sat around just chatting and having a couple of drinks and dad pulled the balls out of the refrigerator and we decided to throw them on the grill and waited on them for a while. And finally, it was like, yeah, they're probably done. So we took them off and tried them. And they were pretty disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I think the problem with it, part of the problem with it, aside from the fact that they were pig balls, was the fact that they were not grilled at a high enough temperature. So they they weren't... It should have been cooked a little bit hotter, maybe over an open flame. I think it would have crisped it up a little bit. It would have been at least a little bit more palatable. But needless to say, nobody had more than a very small bite. And some of the, some of us, or some of them, promptly spit it out and went to gagging. But the dogs really, really enjoyed it. So that was good. Some of the things that... Moving on to the next 
uh, segment of the podcast, what I'm doing to generate income. I talked a little bit about it in the product of the day, the, uh, the crypto labs passive income thing. I'm generating a little bit of income there. I would like to up that to a thousand dollars a month at least right now. I'm just over a hundred. So right now, or the next thing is just scaling it up a little bit and I need to diversify a little bit more. I'm only in like two projects and I'm trying to get into the third project, but I need to diversify a little more and then just scale it up. Some of the other things that I'm doing right now to generate some income to sustain the lifestyle I want to live is selling puppies. We recently had, and I think I've talked about it a little bit, we had golden retriever puppies. I think they're going on three months old right now. So I've got Five of them left, I believe, or four. I have four left. Three females and a male left for sale. Oh my goodness, they are so cute and so much fun. And as a group, they can be a little bit destructive because when they tear into something, it becomes a competition and they all tear into it, all at the same time. So it's... (laughs) A little interesting, a little frustrating, but man, the cuteness is just overloaded. So if you're interested in a golden retriever puppy, hit me up. You know, you can probably find me either on telegram t.me forward slash constructive liberty. You can hit me up on my personal telegram or send me an email to Ken at constructiveliberty.com and we can connect that way. And, uh, I'll sell you a puppy. I'll make you a great deal on it because I need them gone. Some of the other things that I'm doing um, to generate some income, I'm running some events and uh, I'm implementing some new things, not really as part of Constructive Liberty Podcast, but you've on the podcast, you've heard me talk about my coaching business and, and part of the mission of my coaching and what my goal is in my coaching business is helping young adults start a business that that they love start doing start a business that can generate income to support a lifestyle that they love to live i love helping people find out what it is that they're made to do because I believe that we're gifted in certain areas. And if we can lean into those giftings, if we can lean into our unique talents and create a, a career around that, create a business around the things that we're interested in and talented in, there is no end to the the fulfillment that you can find within that. And so along with that business, I mean, that that's the focus of the business. But there's a few things that I'm also implementing that's not specifically for young adults, like other people can join too. So here, here's what I've got. Starting this Sunday, I am facilitating a debt freedom course through WiseFi, which is a budgeting and debt freedom app, which I talked about in the last episode. That was the product of the day in the last episode. Um, so I'm facilitating a four-week debt freedom course, a lot for myself because I have some debt that I'm trying to get rid of. And I had somebody reach out to me saying, look, can you help us with our budget? I, I need help. And they know that I've done a lot of work with um, 
in that personal finance space. I've kind of fallen off of it because run into some things and racked up a little bit of debt for myself. And so I was like, man, this is the perfect opportunity to, uh, for me and whoever else wants to come along for the ride to create that financial freedom for ourselves. You know, you've fallen into debt. Let's help each other along the way and pull each other out. Rising tide floats all boats. More people coming along together helps it, it keeps you motivated to get out of debt. And so if you want to join that, it starts this Sunday. There's a whole 30 day course that goes along with it and we'll meet once a week and, um, go through this debt freedom course and just help encourage each other to to become debt free because when you when you're out of debt you get to live a lot freer you you have a lot more freedom and liberty to do the things you want to do because you're not tied down to you're not beholden to somebody else you know they're standing there with a axe over your head or about to beat you over the head of the bat like that's what it feels like when you're in debt and I don't like it so if you're interested in that, you can join. A couple other things. I don't know if I mentioned it last week. I think I did the Level Up membership or mastermind or whatever you want to call it. It's a personal and business growth mastermind, mostly personal. We're going to be doing a lot of book studies in that. Um, I love books. I don't read near as much as I want to, so I'm hoping with this with this group thing that I will put more time into it because I'll need to because I'm going to have some of that accountability. So if, if you're interested in that, you can send me an email, you know, level up mastermind and just express your interest in that. I don't have a sign up page for it, but we can, we can get you hooked up if you send me an email. Also, I'm going to be starting in November, Monday evening live streams on the empowering forward momentum YouTube channel. It'll also be in the group and the Facebook page, but that's going to be specifically personal and business growth from a biblical perspective. And it's going to be, I'm going to have a lot of interviews on those or, or may not be interview style, but it'll be guests on to have a conversation about various aspects of personal and business growth, all from a biblical perspective. Cause there is a lot of shows or channels and stuff out there that have personal and business growth aspects to it, not from a biblical perspective. I want to approach this from a biblical perspective so that Christians can apply these things in full confidence that this will help them to reflect their mission of furthering the kingdom of Christ. That's my mission as well, and I want to help other people along inside of that. So, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, if you're interested in joining any of those things, I'll drop links in the show notes. Um, I'll put a link to the, I'll put my email address where you can contact me if you're interested in the debt freedom course or level up membership or um, the Monday night live streams, which will be starting in November. And hey, if you, if you have a guest that you think would be interesting on that, I'd love to know who that is. But I'll have those links in the show notes. But let's jump to the main topic of today's show. How discomfort can help you achieve your dreams and live the life you want to live. There's a lot of aspects that pushing towards success involve. But one of those is getting out of your comfort zone. 
So most of your life, you've, you've probably maybe been somewhat sheltered or maybe you just got used to rolling with the punches. You've kind of gotten a level of comfort where you live. But see, that kind of mindset, that comfort level, does not work towards creating the success that you want in life. Okay? Changing things can be super scary, and that's why we don't change. But everybody, in order to reach a, uh, a deeper level of success, has to go through change. There's an old saying that says, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So you have to cha- take different actions to achieve different things. Otherwise, you'll just stay where you're at for your whole life. But doing things that make you uncomfortable is a positive thing. Okay, when you're nervous, when you're dis- when you're uncomfortable, when you're afraid to do something, it's because it's something that you wouldn't normally do. And that goes back to if you do the things you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So you need to do things that you wouldn't normally do. For me, it's getting up on a stage and presenting or speaking or doing this podcast or doing live streams or whatever it may be. You have to do things that don't come natural to you, that that are outside of your comfort zone. That gets you out of a rut. It changes things up. It, it shakes shakes your the very core of who you are, and that is where the biggest, best changes and the most growth comes from. Okay? You're going into your journey to success, you're going to face a, a lot of adversity and struggles. There's going to be times when you have a lot of different feelings. You're upset. You're stuck. You're uncertain. You're So many different feelings are going to come at you. But those negative feelings will be outweighed by the success, by the accomplishment when you reach your goals. Okay? If you can learn to embrace that nervousness and the worries that come with the unfamiliarity, like the sky is the limit. I mean, the sky is not even the limit. It's your potential is limitless. If you can embrace uncertainty, if you can step forward, push into new and uncomfortable things. Okay. You have to fall in love with new situations, with opportunities to do new things that can move you to success. Kick out the monotony of life. Like, don't do things that you've always done. Do new things. Try new, new different actions. Get out of the same old rut and out of the same old comfort zone. So many people say that nothing worth having comes easily. And that's true. But the same can be said for your path to success. You know, if, if it's worth it, it's going to be hard. It may not always be hard. Sometimes it's simple, but it's not easy. And if you want different things, if you want different than you've got now, you have to do differently than you've been doing. You have to change your life. Take it back. Change it for the better. Maybe not everything in life, but there are certain things that you've got to change. For me, if I want my coaching business to take off, I'm going to have to pull back on the construction side of things, pull back on how much time I spend in that business and put more time into developing the coaching business, into reaching out, into finding areas that I can pour myself into, 
finding people that I can help, that need the help, that are looking for somebody to provide what I'm providing inside of my coaching business. I've got to go find those people because they don't know I'm there. It's changing things up, doing uncomfortable things. And that is scary because, I mean, how much time have you spent? How much time have I spent doing those things? My whole life I've been in the construction industry and I don't want to get out of that completely, but I want that to be a lesser part of my life. And until I can do that, until I can change. I'm not going to find the success that I want. It's a mindset change. So even if you fail, even even if the action doesn't bring you the success you want, it's going to move you a step closer. I, I did a video recently where I talked about how failures are not, they don't define you, but it's just a, it's just feedback. You do a thing, you either succeed or fail, and you know you do the thing to reach this goal over here. If it succeeds, great, you're a step closer. If it fails, all it is is feedback that this thing is not going to get me closer to my goal. So you've got to change, you've got to adjust. Failure isn't the end. You shift, you adjust, you change, you, you go back at it again with a different strategy. Eventually, you'll reach the success that you're shooting for. You'll be able to create the life and the career that you want to live. So I hope this kind of gives you an idea of how stepping outside of your comfort zone really is key to doing, to having things that you haven't had before, to having things that you want to have that you you, you have a hard time seeing yourself getting. It's because you have to do things differently. You have to become a different person so that you can have those different things. In, in the coaching world, there is, they often talk about the be, do, have. You have to be the kind of person who does the actions to get the results that you want. We can go into that another day. I've gone on long enough today. I, I hope that you'll take one action outside of your comfort zone today. And let me know what that is. What is the one thing you'll do today that you normally wouldn't do, but is going to push you to achieving the goals you want in life? That's all I got. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'd love to hear back from you on that, on how discomfort has in the past pushed you to achieving something that you were afraid of, but became proud of because you actually stepped into it and, and rolled with it and went ahead and did it. And then I'd also like to hear back from you on, on the things that I talked about in, uh, in the beginning of the show, you know, any feedback on, Hey, do you want a puppy or the, uh, the debt freedom course? I'd love to have you sign up for that. It's free by the way. And then, the Level Up membership. If you're interested in that, make sure you hit me up. Again, all of that's going to be in the show notes. Do something uncomfortable today. Do good work.